Hello, faithful listeners. Welcome to Edquiring Minds with me, Stephen Edwards. I hope you're all sitting comfortably. Obviously, this is not going to be your standard episode of Edquiring Minds. Firstly, this show is initially being streamed live on the website to be later uploaded to the podcast feed as normal. I want you to get the full experience of what's about to happen. There will be no fancy editing techniques as I prepare to speak with a convicted criminal who has terrorized his victims, of which I am one of them. You may remember the season finale of last year when I was involved and actually managed to document a daring bank heist. Well, my captor on that day, later named as Alistair Von Bost, was jailed for five life sentences as a result of the long list of crimes he's been on the run for. After many months of negotiations with prison officials, I've been granted a one-off telephone interview with Mr. Von Bost. My hope for this experience is threefold. Firstly, I want to get inside the mind of a man who marched me into oncoming gunfire, intending to use me as a human shield. Secondly, I hope to achieve some sort of closure from that event. And thirdly, I hope to get some serious download numbers to appease my podcast network, which recently told me, do something big or fuck off to Stitcher Radio. Before we get to the call, let me tell you about this week's sponsor. I'm sure you all fondly remember a guest from season one, Skylar Dillon, a no-talent reality star hack who game famed for posing as a priest and then having relations with one of his parishioners. Well, Skylar's turning his sights to the stage. He'll be appearing in Christmas Pantomime this winter, a jolly old tradition for common folk over the festive period. And he wants me to let you know that you can catch him this November through January at Blackpool Theatre performing Christopher Nolan's Interstellar The Panto. Jesus Christ, how do you, how do you turn Interstellar into a pantomime? I mean, even just like logistically, how would you transfer Interstellar to the stage at all but panto? Shit, that actually sounds really weird. I think I might have to buy tickets. But anyway, that's something for another day. Now the agreed-upon time approaches and it's time to make the call and we can close this chapter of my otherwise great life. Hello, you've reached the Von Bast residence, Master Alistair speaking. Hello, Alistair, it's, it's Stephen. Stephen ah, Edwards. Stephen, yes, you're calling about the microwave oven. I... What? It's been listed on the Craigslist for a good while now, and I no. was expecting someone would be calling soon. No, it's no, such a wait. Fine microwave oven. No, I'm I, Stephen I, Edwards. I've, I've we were microwave canapes. We had in an it interview scheduled for today. Many people. And this is me, and sort of calling. And one of them has had the food poisonings. Did you, did they not tell you? Did they, I I was under the impression they were going to tell you that I was going to call to them. Who's telling me whom about what? Well, I assume the guards, the warden, the guards? are going to tell you. That Stephen Edwards was going to call you today and interview you for his podcast. I, I understood so little of that sentence, my good, my good cherub. But Alistair, it's Stephen. It's me from the Steve, bank robbery. I, 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 Stephen from the bank robbery. Yes, remember? Steve, which, which bank robbery was this, Stephen? This was is this? about six months ago. Six months ago. We were in a bank. A bank. Yes, and there were hostages and police. And this, this was in my head, correct? No, no. No. This, no. It how many? In, it was in the. It was in Scottish Hills? No, no. None of those things. Was it on a boat? No. Was it a bank on a boat? No, hang on, hang on, hang on. We were there, you attempted to escape using an old coal shaft. Coal shaft? Yes, and then obviously that didn't work. Because, didn't work? Because they don't use coal anymore. No coal. No coal. No, I'm, I'm afraid I don't understand exactly what it is you're getting at. And then the police turned up and you marched all the 
hostages out to use as a human shield, well, but they had also come behind you and they just opened fire from the back. Human shields open fire. I'm sorry, I'm expecting a very important call about a microwave oven. Can I get, can I get back to you at I, some no, point? I'm sorry, I, I, I've worked uh, for a good few months to for permissions and, you know, clearance to set this up. And I was I was told you were you had agreed, you had said yes. I'd love to talk to Stephen again. Stephen! From the bank! From the bank, oh, yes! Stephen, the boy who looked like that dog I own, yes! Okay, I'll Stephane roll with that. from the bank! Yes, hello, how are you? Good gracious, Stephen, how long has it been? It's been about six months. It's been about six months, good gravy, Stephen, what have you been up to? Well, well, uh, it, it hasn't been the best. Me, Stephen, I have had been wonderful time here at the country club. I was in therapy. Which is, of course, what we call prison. You know, uh, It's a bit of a joke. It's the kind of fun we have We tried have everything. Here, CBT. The other day, the other shock day, therapy. I tried ice cream for the first time. They gave me a therapy dog Stephen, for a while, but that ran away. Have you tried ice cream, Stephen? I saw him not too long ago colors. outside of Asda. He was and with his friends. Green. He didn't respond to me. Stefan, you and I must go for ice cream. But you know, I'm recovered sometime. from the depression you now. Such a good young boy, Stefan. Stefan with the wireless program. Yes, yes. That, that's me. It's all flooding back to me this, now. You're on it now. This is the podcast. I'm on another wireless program. You're on the show right I now. I tell the chaps to tune in. Is it on Radio 4? It is not. It's you can not get on Radio 4. iTunes. Do you use iTunes? iTunes. Stitcher Radio. Do you have Stitcher in prison? Uh, I've, I've been stitched up a few times in prison, yes, by the Haitian boys. No, they took, okay, that was... They, they caught me in the shower and they shanked me something rotten. But of course I did get them back, Stefan, because as you know, I'm a vengeful sword, aren't I? On that theme, I thought it would be good to talk to you and, you know, get some closure, wrap the whole thing up, talk to you about what your motivations were that day and, and where you are now. So you're in prison. I'm in the prison. How is that Her going Majesty's for you? Her Majesty's pleasure. How is that going for you? It's been a pleasure. You, you've enjoyed it? Oh, I had the best time in the prisons. The, the book clubs, the nightly chess games. The fellas and I had an a cappella group that met every Thursday after primal scream therapy. And gosh, we sang some songs, Stefan. Cabacalloway, Mick Jagger. I'm gonna, All the hits. I'm gonna stop you if you don't mind. You're using past tense now. Is this a past call? tense? Yeah, you're, you're saying had. Don't you mean you know having? Yes, of course I mean having, Stefan, because I'm still there and I'm still enjoying it oh so much. I'm getting an online degree, Stefan. Oh well, good for you. What, what are you studying? It's in theatre tech. Theatre tech. Yes, so I can learn how to point the lights to make people look all shiny and bright and be part of something, 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 something more productive and creative than destructive and, and chaotic and full of blood and the screams. Well, that's a positive, I suppose. Oh, the screams, Stefan. Tell me, Stefan, 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 did the screams, did the, the screams, did, did they haunt your dreams or is that just mine? No, it's mine because too. Because they scream in my, in my ear at night, but it's kind of the fact that I was there when it's actually quite comforting. And uh, let me ask it's you like this. Do you do that thing where uh, you're dreaming about people screaming and dreaming then you wake screaming. up and, and you realise it was you? You, you were screaming. You, you were screaming. The of your own screams. Oh. Yes, yes, of course. But that's more about the indignities I suffered as a child than it is as the horrors I inflicted on people as an adult. So listen, on, on another subject, on, you know, just like any any other subject whatsoever, so tell me, what's a, what's a day in the life of a prisoner like that? You want there? to know about a 
What's your typical day consist of? Oh, well, I, I wake up. Yes, I assume so. I have a cup of tea, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I slop out. So, slopping? Slopping out. What does slopping mean? Well, slopping out, Stephen, is when you take the bucket of urine and fecal matter that has been gathered up in your cell during the lock-in, okay. and you go to a big trough and you throw it all away. Oh, no. Yes, it's not the greatest way to start your day, but it does put you in the mood for a nice stiff cup of tea afterwards as well. So then I have another cup of tea. Yes. Then I retire to my cell, or I play chess with some of the boys. And they I they allow you to letters. play chess? Yes, they did until one of the rooks went missing and they found it ledged in the eye of oh. one of the gardens. So but no to be chess fair, anymore. To be fair, to be fair, he was a right dick. Oh, okay. And he did deserve his eye poked out with that rock. But yes, then I'll often go to my cell and I'll masturbate oh. and I'll write letters. Okay, there's no need to disclose that. And then we'll have a we'll have a meet up in the cell where we'll discuss things like racial purity oh. or politics. Okay, that's or better. Pokemon cards. Okay, well they got better as they went along, so that's a good and thing. And then I'll masturbate again. Oh. And then usually I'm quite tired by that point. With all the night. masturbating, yeah, yes. Yes. So you're having a good time, then. It was the greatest time, I honestly, Stephen, I didn't yes. expect this. I expected you to be sort of, well... Angry. I'm, I'm sorry, angry. you just used the past tense again. I'm sorry, I wouldn't... I wouldn't be an interviewer. There, but I'm not angry. I'm not angry at you, Stefan. Why would I be angry at you? Well, My I precious did. child. My baby boy cherub face. Well, I'm not going to give you reasons to be angry no, at me, so let's move on. you're so far down on the list of people from whom I will exact my bloody revenge, Stefan. It doesn't worth merit the conversational time it would take. Okay. I'm paying by the hour for this phone call. So let me ask you this, then. Um, do you feel you belong in prison? Do I belong in prison? Gosh. I suppose that's a question I used to ask myself when I was a younger man. When I was out robbing trains and punching babies. But now I feel this is more of my natural state. And whether I belong here or I'm incarcerated here or I escape from here, they're, they're all the same thing once you get down to it, Stephen. Who, who, who belongs anywhere, Stephen? That's an interesting point. Do the Palestinians really belong where they Ooh, are? Oh, let's move past this. Oh, no, I, I can't take I this heat. You consider yourself a cowboy, like a modern cowboy. A modern cowboy. Gosh, that would have been the dream, would it not, of Stevan? Me and my mighty steed, you and your dirty ass riding beside me, and we could travel the wild west, wooing women and rustling cattle. Well, I gotta say, I'm I'm a little surprised. I expected you to be, uh, well, not in such high spirits. I expected you. I expected you to not look on your situation in such a positive light. I mean, you know, really, when you think about it, you are stuck inside. You know, a four-walled prison, and you're there for, well, for life. You were given a life sentence. Of course, Devan. You can, you can think of it that way. This is what they say. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going to stop you. There's like a weird echoey noise going no, on. No, that's, I believe, your end of the telephone call. Is no, it? Is no, it? no, no, no. I'm in the walls, as you were saying, Stephen. Right, okay. So there's no reason for the, for that sort of echoey sound. That echoey tunnel sound? Must no, be our I connection. I'm rehearsing a play, Stephen. That's probably that sound. Because You're I'm, rehearsing a play? I'm in the theatre room and it's quite, it's quite echoey. As part of the your acoustics. degree. Part of, yes, that, that, that makes sense. That adds up. Of course, I'm glad I said that before. Yes. Okay. So that, okay. So no, that, that's what we were talking about. The mental state one finds himself when they're in the clink. Okay. There's this whole approach to this 
only one, there's only two days. There's the day you go in and there's the day you go out. And they're in the middle of the that's not really much of anything. But of course, Steve and I said they're having a wonderful time in the theatre. I should have been a theatre boy a long time ago. But my father, Stephen, who you may remember was a bit of a bastard. Uh, you, you alluded to this. discouraged any form of imagination. Okay. I had a rag doll when I was a boy named Pep. yes, yes. And I loved Pep so. And father thought it was quite peculiar for a boy my age to be playing with a rag doll. So he cut out Pep's eyes. Well, how old and were then you? he drowned him in a tub of water. He drowned, he drowned the rag doll. So that's just for effect. Eyes. Obviously. Yes. God, I screamed. I remember to this day. Mother, Mooter, Mooter, Stephen, bless her bones. She tried to stop him with her thick wrist, but she just got more of his wrath. Oh, right. So that sounds awful. I have to fiddle in some blanks there about you. Now I'm glad I walked the boards. You walked the boards. I oh, the theatre. The theatre, yes. It gives me all the time in the world to work on my craft and my imagination skills. For instance, I could improvise now that I'm opening a heavy door. I can imagine. And well, you will mind, you might even be able to hear that heavy in, door. In, in my mind. That's how good my acting is. Okay, and what is, what is that? Other noise? Is that you as well? What is that birds? It sounds like birds. Birds? That's the soundtrack, Stephen. Yes, it's the sound of music. Okay. That's the sound of the birds and the sound of music. Yes, don't worry about that. Okay then, so um, I'm just going to keep going because I sort of don't want to acknowledge what's happening. That's what so many of my victims have said. Once the Stockholm sits in. So this is something else I wanted to talk about. Do, do you have any regret, any guilt over regret? what? Because you know me? you certainly caused me a lot of trauma. Of my, my outlook, my offbeatness. Do I have regrets, Devon? Thousands, my boy. Thousands. You have. So you do have regrets. Then you. Uh, am what I one you? of them? Am I one of them? I think of all the cocaine I did when I was a young boy, the the fact that I didn't strangle Keith Chegwin to death when I had the chance. Ooh. The fact that I came up with the idea for the movie Tootsie. That was you. Sort of for a song. It was actually based on a period of my life, Stephen. It was. I was working. Where was I working? I was working in Seattle, it was. And there was just no work to be had unless you were robbing people left and right. So I took an office job and I realised that you could get much easier jobs if you were a woman. So I put on a dress and so I was a woman dress. in Seattle for at least three years. So Stephen. you lived the life of Tootsie. And it was a wonderful life, Stephen. Oh, right. Which is another movie that I also sold for a song. Okay, so... They may tell you that it was based on a book. That's dashed lies. Okay, so you, you were behind all of that. Have you ever, do, do you consider yourself a narcissist? Do you see the world as revolving around you? That's a heavy question, my it, boy. Well, you know, it's a something... heavy question. I, I have swore to myself Gosh. that I would say the things to you that I have said in my head many times. And, you know, this is me, you know, pushing through and, 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 and saying the things that I wrote down in my journal that I would say to you if we ever spoke, which we are speaking yes, now. Yes, those are, excuse me, man. Yes, yes. Gosh, that's an ugly baby. Does it have a name? Who are you talking to? Oh, I to? wouldn't name it. I would get rid of it. Are you talking no, to we me? No, we're talking about my, my reflection of myself, which is a very interesting question. I see myself as a curator of nature. I am in opposition to the zen of the peace of mind that is the working class. I'm a necessary evil, Stephen. I'm a comic book villain. Without the villain, there couldn't be a hero. Okay, I you may be making a point. I'm not sure. I'm distracted no, by... No, I didn't pay... I paid... I didn't got on because I was waiting for the conductor to come by. See, this is the thing that I'm I'm talking about. I'm at this point I am How gonna much? ask Good God, that really? Gee, when, when did this happen? Because when I was a 
ferry from London to Manpuri, and all it would have cost you was tuppence eight me. Alistair? This is it's quite incredible, yes. Alistair, yes. hi. Yes, it's... Excuse me, my good man. Hello. Alistair, it's Stephen. Stephen, yes. We were talking about that. We were... I, I just want to we stop you for one second. We were, we were. Before I strangled him, as I mentioned before, maybe. Mm-hmm. Remember the time when I was poisoning him slowly over the course of a few months? This is, sounds like a great story. Can I just jump in and say, um, are you escaping from prison right I'm now? Escaping from prison? Can you why is there a woman sitting next to you? It's supposed to be a phone in your cell. No, I'm in my cell, like yes. I said before. Uh-huh. And this is all part of a game that me and the chaps play. It's called pretending we're not here. So they are the ones sort of creating the sound of like an echoey yes, chamber. That's up. That's what and then, doing. A, and then you know, a wide green glen, and and then now the sounds of you being on a bus. That's correct. That's a hundred percent correct. So back to the story of my revenge. I know right? I can't so, process this, so I'm gonna go with it. I'm just gonna roll with it. Yes. Which I did. I took revenge on so many other people, which is, I believe, when my taste for revenge started. You may think of revenge is a very easy thing to acquire a taste for, and yeah, that is correct with you. Yes, it is an easy thing to acquire a taste for, a satisfying thing to acquire a taste for. That's why I keep a revenge list to this day. You have a revenge list. I have a. a, a Home of names upon my list, upon which whom I shall strike the revenge. In time. In in time. In time. In time. And and is that oh tell tell your friends that they're very good at the at their foley arts. The the great at you know the sound effects. Um. So um. I just want to sort of make sure. Do you hold a grudge against me? Do you consider me you, a Steven? fault? Precious child! Would you say that if you did, though? You're my precious little Gadar case! Hypothetical situation here. If you were going to kill me, if you were going to break out of prison and then, you know, track me down and kill me, would you tell me? Well, that's a rather obtuse question. I'd say, I'd say, I'd say, off my list of revenge, uh, the slow poisonings I've done over the years, the the quick stabbings, uh, many of them have known they were going to die before they died. Most of them, to be fair. See, so the I'm... fact that you don't know that you're going to die by my hands is, is a good sign for you. Okay, I'm... I'm a, I'm a quite open, honest individual, Stephen. If well, I say that I'm going to kill you, then 80% of the time I will be the one that kills you. So, okay then. I'd say ask father, but you can't because he's dead. Okay. Alistair, I'm just gonna level with you. Is that okay? Can I just can I level can I be honest with you? My fine bookcase. I I'm beginning to think you're lying to me, and I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want to upset you, but you know you have lied to me in the past Never. and put me through awful, terrible, traumatic events in the past. And I, I mean maybe maybe because you know my judgment is askew. There's a lot of Stockholm syndrome going on. I felt like we had something in that bank. And then you marched me out into a hail of gunfire. And that's how that story ended. No, we weren't. I have multiple lacerations. I have lost some scars in my upper right shoulder. I don't think that was in your plan, though. I'm not sure whether that was in your plan. You're telling me you were always in control and you always knew that I was going to survive that day. I touch a hair on your head, my friend. 
in the same truth you're telling me you're still in prison, not breaking out, not on a bus at this moment. I am not on a bus at this moment, no. Okay, then. I 100% unequivocally deny the fact that I am not on a bus at this moment. Yes. Yes, my good man, yes. Do you know where 20 Henry Street is? That would be my address. Yes. Are you asking a prisoner? Thank you. Why are you asking a prisoner about my address? I don't know, this is part of the play. It's part of the play. It's part of the play that you ask another prisoner about how to get to my address. I, I gave that money I gave back. You the wild if there are still people the listening. Okay. I kissed your forehead when you slept. What? Okay. Well, let me let me phrase it this way. Again, hypothetically speaking, you know, just sort of throwing out there, loosey goosey, not really being serious. If you were to break out of prison, if you were to abscond from your incarceration and go on a quest for revenge against the people who have wronged you, which may or may not include me. How exactly would you go about that? Well, there's a dynamite Hang question. on, just let me get a paper and a pen. Okay, I'm ready. You Gosh, tell me what you're going to do. You're so, so good at questioning people, Stephen. I'd say off the top of my head, ooh, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. don't know, maybe slowly poison my cellmate over the course of a few poison months by penning into his tea, and when he's taken to the infirmary, they'll call me in for questioning, and using the sexual relationship I have struck up with the warden's assistant, Miss Windridge, oh, okay. I'll have intercourse with her in the closet while I'm waiting to be brought into the interview. The closet, which is adjacent to the kitchen, which is adjacent to the kitchen door, from which I can sneak out underneath the bottom of a fresh veg van, okay. who will then drop me off outside the portrait gates, somewhere down the road far enough that I can escape through the forest into a second location where I know for a fact there is a country road bus that brings prison visitors to the prison. And then I would get on that bus and then I would venture to down and then I would and then I would uh, exact some bloody revenge. Okay, I'm just gonna move this table in front of the door. Just gonna sort of pull this here and just place that there so it's sort of like a uh, well let, let, let's call it a safety barricade. Let's just call it that. Seven years no need to worry my Shoe strap is a hypothetical. I'm in prison right now. Shush! Shush, you wicked thing! I'm in prison to right you're now! In prison. I'm preparing for a play! I wanna believe you! I wanna believe you! But you know, it's kind of all stacking up, and I feel like maybe that you that, that this is all it's all happening again, that we're trapped in a cycle, and I don't know if I can Why is my doorbell ringing? Is that you? Alistair, is that you? Steven, I've told you a thousand times I would never lie to you, hands to the god above, the god below, and all the gods in between, I am not at your front door. Well, I'm going to open this door right now. I'm opening, I'm reaching for the handle, Alistair. When I open this door, you better not be there, okay? Is that, is, do we understand each other? 100%. I'm opening the door right now. I can hear your voice, so I know you're there, so I don't know why I'm doing this, but I need to hold on open to something. The There's a brave boy. Okay. Oh. Oh, you're there. You're not there. Something about trust, oh, haven't we? Alistair, I am sorry. I will. Also learned something about making an Oh my god! <laughs> ah, ah, tis well, I, oh, the brave Captain Alistair. Alistair, you swore to me you weren't breaking out of prison. I lied to you, Stefan. All the fun we will have listen, now that listen, I'm. I'm just want to tell you. Me, no, I don't want to. Oh, why gosh, you it's good to see. You're so skinny, boy. I'm freezing up. Have you eaten? No, no. You must go and eat something. What's in your fridge? No, don't get out of there. That's not for you. Soya milk. I think I might be. Soya milk. 
I think I might be lactose intolerant. That's this is not disgusting. I don't want to eat this. Oh, why are you smashing things? Why are you smashing things? Just do it. Just kill me. Just kill put me you. out of my misery. Steven, you've not listened to a word I've said, my fine pocket You've lied pal. to me every word you've said. Give, give, every word give, you've said was come, a lie. Don't give me a cuddle. There no. We go. Embrace me. Just do it. There Just we go. put me out of my misery. Yes, that's right. Have I've a been cry. stuck in fight or flight have, mode have for six months. Have a good cry. Months. Yes, yes. Just kill me. Let it out. Just is that, kill me. Is that better? No. Yes, it is. Are you going to kill me or no, not? No, I'm not going to kill you. I... Gosh, uh, Why else would you be here? Uh, did you not listen to Why the many times Why else would you come I... to my house? Shh, I'm going to shut you up now by putting my hand over your mouth. <laughs> listen to <laughs> me. Because you talk a lot, but you don't listen, Stephen. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that's why you live alone in this squalor, but it may be one of the very <laughs> good reasons. Now, as I was saying, don't struggle. I might break your neck by <laughs> mistake, and I don't want to do that. As I was saying, Stephen... <laughs> I have a list of people upon whom I am going to take revenge, and you are nowhere near the top of it. So oh. you and I, we're going to go through the top of it, and then when we work our way down, maybe I'll find something else to occupy my interest when it gets time to kill you. That sounds fair, correct? That it sounds, sounds even Steven. crazy. It sounds absolutely insane. But first things first, what? do you have HBO? Because the chaps were telling me in the clink about this show with dragons in it that sounded amazing. And oh, I heard they would start watching it. But I've been told there's something about a red wedding I won't really appreciate. Sorry, I just want to sort of central in on this point. You're not going to kill me? No, for the last time. I think I might have to kill you if you keep asking me that question because it's going quite to the annoyance. No, no, no one's going to die except my enemies. Here, have a look at the list. There's a good ten pages there, isn't there? I don't understand. I don't yes. understand These any of this. These are the people I'm going to take revenge on. And you're going to come with me. Alistair, what are you talking about? What am I talking about, Stephen? I'm talking about the best summer of your life. Grab your coat, my boy. We head to the